Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our daily time of prayer and scripture reflection. Today, the church honors St. Thomas, the Apostle the Doubting Thomas, but we honor him for his faith, and we will see that in the reading that we will share here from the Gospel according to John. So welcome. Let's pray together. Add your prayer intentions in the comments. We all want to know how we can pray for you today, and this is a community of prayer. Our Priest for Life family prays for you every day. Let's turn to the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, gracious Father, for your gifts. Thank you for the faith. Thank you for the faith handed on to us from the apostles. Thank you for our opportunity to bear witness to that faith. Thank you for the gospel of life. Thank you for the opportunity to defend life, spiritual and physical. Thank you for the opportunity to physically save babies in the womb from physical destruction. Enable us, Lord, to come face to face with their humanity and hence to be inspired to love in the way you teach us, that is, to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. So this gospel reading from John comes from the 20th chapter. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But Thomas said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, And put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now, a week later, his disciples were again inside and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving. But believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Thomas believed because he saw the Lord. In the Acts of the Apostles we read, that the gospel was proclaimed by those who ate and drank with Jesus after he rose from the dead. And so many of those who saw him, including Thomas, gave their lives for him. Would the apostles have been able to give their lives for Jesus had they not seen him risen from the dead? Can we, if we have not in some way met Jesus, experienced Him? We don't have the experience the apostles did of seeing Jesus in human form risen from the dead, although we will in the next life. But we nevertheless experience the reality of His presence. That's what the the, the walk of faith, the journey of Christian life is about. We do experience Him. But it's the physical encounter here with Jesus and with the wounds of Jesus 
that changes Thomas's life and strengthens his faith. We too are called to see and physically touch the wounds of Jesus in the wounds of our brothers and sisters to physically come face to face with those who, like Christ, are suffering and are our brothers and sisters. This is what we do, brothers and sisters, when we feed the poor, when we tend to the sick, when we visit the imprisoned, when we do the corporal works of mercy. And among those corporal works of mercy is intervening for the unborn child, coming face to face with the humanity of the unborn child, going where they are physically, in front of those abortion facilities, and in being there for them, even if we cannot stop most of the killing that occurs, we do stop a lot of it. And there's no greater joy than to see that mother turn away from that abortion facility with that baby still living inside of her and hearing her say, I'm not going to do this. I can't kill my baby. But it's people who show up there physically that can save the physical life of that child And to motivate us to do that. Because when we see that mother, we don't see that child. We might see the bump of the pregnancy, but we don't see the face of that child unless we're looking at the pictures. Whether it's ultrasound or the videos or embryoscopy or the photos of the aborted babies. And this is one of the reasons I continue to advocate so strongly for watching, looking at the photos of those aborted babies. Because, brothers and sisters, we have to come face to face with their humanity. We have to see it. We have to come face to face with who these children are. We have to see their wounds. See, we, 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 we read this gospel passage. We say, oh, isn't that great? Thomas saw the wounds of Jesus and he touched the wounds of Jesus. And yet we don't want to see the wounds of our unborn brothers and sisters inflicted on them by abortion. We don't want to see the mangled arms and legs, the dismembered parts of their body, the crushed heads. We don't want to see that. Oh, 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 we can't see it. Well, then what is this about? We need to confront the wounds in order to have the love inspired by faith to serve them and to save them. Thomas served this Jesus. He didn't just see Jesus. He gave himself, gave his life for his gospel because he saw his wounds. Let's embrace the wounds of Jesus in the sick, in the poor, in the persecuted, in the imprisoned, especially those unjustly imprisoned, like those who came to Washington on January the 6th of 2021. And so many who were completely peaceful have ended up unjustly in jail. We must confront the injustices going on around us. Confront them, touch them. And then you'll be inspired to defend what is right and true. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the witness of St. Thomas and of all, the, uh, of all the apostles. We thank you for the testimony of those who ate and drank with Jesus after he rose from the dead. Lord, their contact with him physically inspired them to give their lives. So let us contact physically the poor and the needy and the unborn and all those who are our neighbors, and let us serve and love generously. 
Let nothing stand in our way, Lord God. Let us not count the cost. Let us not shrink back from the sacrifice. Bless all your people. Lord, bring peace to troubled parts of the world. Bring your peace and order to the border and to the cities that are enveloped in crime. Bring help to those struggling financially and in other ways. Bring wisdom to the voters in our nation. Bring about, Lord God, a culture of life. We pray now as Jesus taught us, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray to our Heavenly Mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks so much for joining me, brothers and sisters. Stay connected with us and with all that we are doing, and God bless you as you continue to defend life. Father Frank Pavone here. We will talk to you soon. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.